Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome to the Guardians of Splendor podcast. We are the Guardians of Splendor, and we play games, especially tabletop games. Today, we'll be playing Pathfinder, first edition for your listening pleasure. My name is Jim, and I will be your game master today. Joining me at the table today are my fellow Guardians of all things Splendiferous, Kayla. Say hello, Kayla. Hello. Jeff. Say hello, Jeff. Hey, everyone. Adam. Say hey, Adam. How do y'all? And of course, Jaime. Say hey, Jaime. Buenos dias, Jim. Como estas? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I am monolingual. Barely. Uh, as for today, we'll be playing Pathfinder 1st Edition, modified with some house rules. More information about us, the game, the house rules, the tools we use will be presented at the end of the episode. And uh, without any further ado, let's get back into the action. So last time on Guardians of Splendor, our brave adventurers had taken part in a palace revolt that had been surprisingly successful, had managed to kill off quite a bit of the Imperial Court, and actually managed to be amongst those that fought their way to the top to uh, assassinate the Emperor himself. After that, word had filtered in that the Behemoth had largely abandoned the city, leaving only isolated pockets of resistance here and there, and Sergio, the leader of your rebel band, had sent you out to try to secure one of the large garrison forts that holds and controls one of the large gates in and out of the city in an attempt to actually control the city. Uh, you had arrived on the scene and discovered there were two different rebel groups that had already sort of in started engaging this one, uh, one had actually managed to take one half of this fortress, but in doing so had kind of lost momentum and also the leader of that group had more or less <clears throat> lost control of his troops. That would be the level 21 work crew. Uh, you talked to them, got them under control, got them following your lead. There is still the other group across the street who are holed up in an old warlock's manor and a warehouse uh, firing at the Behemoth soldiers that are held up in the other half of the fortress. Uh, and I believe that's where we're going to pick it up with what are you guys doing? <clears throat> well, I think we should get, you know, the other crew on our side and helping. Yeah, agreed. I think last time we also wanted to uh, check out, uh, I think we have a ballista, not a catapult, right? Correct. The catapults are on top of the the gate platform itself and therefore are in sort of the no man's land in between these two occupied fortresses. You have technically two ballista. You have a little one that's in a, a like right in the line of fire that's like an anti-personnel ballista and then you have an actual like siege craft ballista up on top of the tower that you guys control. Okay. Yeah, I think our plan was for me to fire at their ballista with our ballista right okay yeah so i guess i'll make my way up to the ballista uh do we want to go and get allies first from across the street that's what i was going to ask so uh i'm looking at the map thing we're in the fortress with all the numbers uh the baddies are in the fortress with the uh, with the labels so that means there's more slaves across the street from 
the fortress in this like more red building over here? Uh, yeah, and the okay. warehouse next to it. Okay. Because if they're if they're peppering the place with arrows, you know, maybe we could get them to organize and provide cover fire while we're messing around with the ballista. Mm-hmm. Do we want to split the party? Always. <laughs> it's, it's a good plan this time. Only this time. Maybe. Until next time. Alright, so who's good at convincing people to help us? I mean, Atavia has done a pretty good job of convincing all the people in this location. Yeah, pretty much I, oh, I wanted to ask you who has the best diplomacy without asking who has the best diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scary. Um, I mean, I don't have any ranks in charisma, but I do... Or not... Uh, I don't have a modifier in charisma, but I do have ranks in diplomacy. Do any of us have a modifier in charisma? Yeah. Okay. 14. Okay. Really? <laughs> Alright, I'm done for the night, guys. See ya. <laughs> Why aren't you our face? <laughs> Because his because character I'm your... has a uh, 14 in charisma. Not Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and I put all my points into Intimidate because I did not want my character to be uh, the face. Fair, fair. That gives him a, a 2 as opposed to Octavia's 8. Slight difference there. <laughs> I just now noticed you have a 16 di disabled device. Go, Octavia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we can either split two and two or do this one at a time, I guess. I mean, if you guys, I think we were talking to, trying to get the uh, the people that we currently have, uh, work crew 21, level 21. Uh, we are trying to get them to fashion some crude tower shields, effectively, so that they could try to advance without getting annihilated. Uh, if you want to continue to lead them on that, I could go over with Otavia. That way she's got the healer by herself. Um, we can see what we can do over there. Alrighty, sounds good. I will, I will make sure they're still shielding up and help, uh, and help Nico with the ballista. Then. Okay, so as I understand it, uh, Nico is heading up to try to look over the situation with the ballista. You are trying to organize these guys into making uh, shields out of the furniture, and uh, Tacitus and Octavia are going across the street to talk to the other rebel. Correct. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so Perusius is going to reach his objective first, um, and um, looking things over, uh, the biggest, heaviest furniture is not going to make very good tower shields, but you guys are going to be able to grab a cart and basically make... I actually don't know what this is called, but you know in uh, medieval siege warfare, you'll see those things that are basically walls uh, that are built on a wheelbarrow. They're like yeah. wheel carts that have a wall. Uh, you can mm -hmm. make uh, several crude versions of those by using heavy tables uh, and carts that you have uh, you know, in this section and out on the streets beyond. Okay, cool. Uh, as soon as this seems like they got a hand on that, I will rush off to help Nico. Okay. Uh, going up to the, the top of the tower, tower is four stories total, uh, which includes or not including the uh, flat platform uh, at the very top. So it is considerably higher than the uh, roads beyond. Although, having said, and sort of overemphasized considerably higher, not nearly as high as the palace you guys spent the last couple days in. Once you get up to the top, there is like a parapet all the way around this platform. There is a 
uh, Siege Warfare Ballista in one corner. However, every couple of seconds, a uh, Ballista Bolt comes flying past uh, from the other tower as their Ballista crew is far better able to fire and is just sort of suppressing uh, this crew's ability to even get the, the Ballista uh, wrapped around to where it needs to be. Uh, there are currently five Rebels up here, and then you can also see uh, three others that have been killed by Ballista Bolts kind of laying off to one side. How far away is the other tower? About 200 feet total between the two towers. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I guess we have to move that Ballista over, so I would just tell the people, like, hey, we gotta fight through these arrows and move this Ballista. I'll be stuck up here. Give me a either a diplomacy or intimidate or a knowledge tactics check to try to get these people moving along uh, in the direction you want them to go. 15 on intimidate. You start kind of yelling at them about how, you know, if we don't get that ballista turned around, then uh, everything is lost. And uh, they kind of start listening to you. They are still taking cover more than they are moving the ballista, but they're at least starting to make progress on it. Are you going to then wait uh, until some signal from Octavia and Tactus, or are you just going to start firing as soon as you can? Oh, no. I'll wait. I just want to be lined up and ready for whenever they're ready. Okay. Right. Uh, in which case, the next group that's going to reach their objective, uh, like crossing the street directly and then skirting around behind a market, uh, Octavia and Tacticus are able to come up to... The, the, these two occupied buildings from behind. Slipping in, they can see that uh, both the manor house and the warehouse that this group has been occupied is has been uh, at least preliminarily looted. There's probably 30 people uh, in the front firing mostly confiscated behemoth uh, crossbows sort of mounting them up on primitive mounts on the front windows. Tack will stay quiet and let Atavia lead the diplomacy. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I'll go up to whoever's kind of there and be like, hey, can we talk to your the person you're choosing to follow? Our attempted leader. The person that you're talking to kind of looks around. Oh, um, yeah, uh, I guess that would be her, and points to uh, a back room where you can see uh, a slave woman standing back and seeming to like direct some of the other people. Alright. I'll go up to her, and I'll... So what are you guys... What's your current goal? Because if possible, the Nizumi would appreciate your help taking this fortress. The uh, woman kind of, of whips around uh, having not seen you coming and was like, oh! Uh, you're with the Nizumi. Uh, welcome. Uh, what is our current goal? Kill all the slavers. Perfect. Would you be willing to help us join with the 21 crew? Uh, and helping us plan a attack against this fortress then? 
I mean, I guess. They they were more interested in securing uh, the armory over there and, you know, we, we don't expect to live beyond today. This is all about revenge and being able to uh, finally strike back at the oppressors. It's if, fair. If you can control I, them. We have them under control. So, the more of us together, the better chance we do have to live to see until tomorrow and get to enjoy some of the slavers' uh, prizes, you know? Enjoy what they had for a little bit. She just kind of shrugs and is like, so long as they're all dead, that's all mm. I care about. Perfect. So what we'd like to see from you is uh, some sort of a coordinated uh, cover fire. Uh, level 21 is going to be working to push across to try and breach the gate. But they've got their uh, ballista on the tower pinned down. So we'd like to give you guys some sort of a signal. And in doing so, uh, have you guys try to suppress the, uh, the slavers that are inside their building. Sounds great. Uh, and then proceeds to start yelling orders at people uh, to start firing. Um, she is very enthusiastic. She is not very accurate in relaying what you want her to do. Uh, uh, Tavi, do you want to? Do you want to? Uh, you, you want these ones? I'll run back and try to run the ones that you've already scared into control. Oh, that's right. You gave an emboldened speech. Yeah. I will go. I will go second your your loyal followers in the twenty first. <laughs> I can uh, throw a rock with with that that's that lights up as a signal. Well, there's another crew, right? There are two total. The the one that's uh, occupying these two buildings, and the level okay. twenty one crew. Yeah, let's give a signal. Do you have potions? Uh, yes. Are you lying to me? I have a potion. <laughs> Alright, I'll slide her one of my Cure Serious that we got from the raid yesterday. Don't waste this. And I was probably, and Tactics was probably going to say something further and he looks around and he just says, don't waste this. <laughs> Alright, and then he'll, uh, he'll put his shield up and he'll uh, run back to the other building. A day of freedom and the classism is already sinking in. It's, it's levelism. <laughs> It's a levelism. <laughs> levelism. <laughs> it's NPCism. Uh, it's wearing red shirts. Is all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and this is a ground mission. Even Magneto had the pawns move first. I, I like that that is your your go-to reference. Not anything from history. Not anything from any actual class struggle. No, X-Men. Magneto has been the only, like, truly righteous character in all of history and fiction. He was right the whole time. All right, well, it's been a good run with the podcast. <laughs> 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 to miss, to miss pop culture is uh, anything short of uh, current and uh, previous discussion on the social and economical norms of the world. This isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> So I run uh, back across the street. Alright. In the meantime, <laughs> I'll take some sort of check to get control over this group. Alright. Uh, it's try diplomacy, being like, hey, we need to hold off. Um, if we wait for the perfect moment, we will drop more than and not waste our numbers. Okay. Hey. 
Uh, yeah. Twenty-three. Uh, <laughs> you are able to sort of move around and get people coordinated, which means that by the time that Tacitus runs back over, we're probably ready to start moving on initiative. Um, so we had you guys had rolled initiative at the end of last episode. We didn't use that. I'm just going to use that and start with Tacitus' turn because his light being cast is being used as the signal. Yeah. That's correct. In which case, um, Perseus, are you going upstairs with Nico, or are you going across with the other uh, rebels? I'm going to help them man the ballista. You're going to help them man the ballista, so you're going up with... Alright, and Tacitus, are you going upstairs with them, or are you going to help them cross uh, with the, the makeshift shields? Uh, I will help them cross. We need somebody down on the ground. Okay. We will uh, start the clock, and Tacticus casts light on a rock and throws it. The level 21 crew, level 21 of her crew, begins pushing their uh, makeshift shield across this uh, wide open gate platform. On the other side, under Octavia's direction, that group who have dubbed themselves the Screaming Firehawks because subtlety is lost on them, uh, <laughs> begin firing under her, well, roughly under her orders. From the other tower, you all would be able to see, as these shields begin to push out, you would all be able to see a Warlock's Blast come down from uh, the other tower and slam into one of the makeshift shields, shattering it. Perseus, that would make it your turn. Uh, so I'm up by the uh, ballista, right? Yep. Um, in like watching this, does it feel like there's about six seconds in between their shots? Uh, you talking about the other ballista crew then? Yes. Right? Uh, yeah, you can look over and see that they have a, a, a full crew on that that large ballista over there. Uh, and uh, do I think that I'd be able to block a ballista with my hand? Like an arrow. Probably not. <laughs> way to find out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't know until rules, you try. I mean, no deflect arrows doesn't work on. You know, it specifically calls out that it doesn't work on siege weapons. I think specifically ballista. Mm. Definitely yeah. on siege weapons. <laughs> okay, then I will simply pull my crossbow, uh, aim for the person that is. Uh, getting ready the person that is manning the actual firing of the ballista and I will ready in action to shoot them when they get ready to shoot okay uh, Octavia um, so I am across the street and down on the ground mm -hmm. uh, so... across, across the street you can see that there are behemoth occupying the lower section of the fortress over there as well as you can see beyond that, they're occupying the other upper two levels as well. Um, so you have plenty of targets, either to direct your troops at or to fire at yourself. Um, can I see if there's one that's kind of leading them? Yeah, uh, give me a perception check. You can see that there's probably an officer right across on this like uh, gatehouse that's right across the street who's directing the... Uh, group of warriors there uh you also saw definitely saw a warlock's blast coming from one of the upper stories of the behemoth tower 
So you have two good targets that way. Uh, one considerably closer, about 100 feet away, and then the other one, I mean, he's pretty close to 300 feet away, the warlock is. Yeah, we're going to stick with the closer one since I'm using a short bow. Okay. So that's already in my second range increment, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So I'll kind of tell them to keep firing in this direction because we don't want to... Unless someone's really good with the bow all of a sudden, uh, let's focus on the ones we can take care of. Okay. And I'll aim at the one at that's uh, supporting these guys that is close. That will hit and do four points of damage. That is then is going to be Nico. Uh, your crew was able to roughly sling the um, ballista around so it is pointed in the right direction. You know, it would, it would be up to you if you're going to try to fire now or not. Yeah, I'm going to try to fire this ballista at the other ballista team. The other ballista, uh, the other ballista team? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure that I heard you correctly. You, you were aiming at the people, not the uh, siege weapon. So, okay. Uh, just go ahead and give me a ranged attack roll. Like just with my bow or whatever? Sure. That'll work. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, I mean, go ahead and roll me 68 for, uh, <laughs> this thing's crit. Who needs a warlock blast? <laughs> uh, how much did this guy do on his blast? 86? <laughs> uh, yeah, you just... There. there ooh. Nice. Uh, so... You, uh, you, you line up your shot, and uh, just, you, you can feel the, the crossbow bolts flitting past you, and you just, you're right in the moment, and you can see the arc, and you put it in just perfectly. It slams into their, uh, the guy that's firing their ballista right above his armor and below his helmet, and uh, you don't see the results, but you do see everybody else on that ballista crew, just kind of go, oh, as uh, the the guy that was firing their ballista is just knocked out of view. Um, All right, this is working so far. It's a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> just do that a whole bunch more, and we got this. Right, right, right. One down. Set the bar high. That's that's a good way to start. They are a man down for manning the ballista fully. But the list should be loaded right now, so. Alright, so. Ballista is going to be fired. Can I take my ready action as the dude gets in the seat to fire? Yeah. Ah, miss. <laughs> Eleven misses, I'm assuming. <laughs> I mean, it hits his armor, uh, but fails to actually do any penetrative damage. Penetrative damage, anyways. So, the guy manning the ballista is going to fire. Uh, he is going to get a total of a 17 to hit Nico. Yeah, I believe that hits. Uh, in which case, Nico can take a glancing blow from a ballista bolt and take 13 points of damage in the process. Uh, the other guys right. firing normal crossbows, however, are not going to have nearly as good of effect as 
Uh, I get an 8 and a 7 to try to hit Brucius, and in case I didn't make it uh, clear before, you have cover. So oh, okay. Even if that, like, that 8 and that 7 is going to miss even uh, more so. Uh, I've got a, a 7 and a 10 to hit Octavia, uh, and Tacitus would also be behind cover because of his shields. Uh, I got a total of an 18 to hit you. That would miss due to cover. I had a feeling. Okay, then that is the officer's turn. He is going to order some of his men to do that. One of the, the groups of Behemoth are going to start uh, moving forward under their own uh, sort of makeshift cover to try to meet you guys in the middle of the uh, the gate platform to try to stop you from crossing all the way. Tacitus, it is your turn. Well, what do I need to do to... Like, how, how fast or how quickly is our turtle moving? Uh, you, you're moving about 20-30 feet around. You think it's probably gonna, at this pace, it's gonna take you about three rounds to actually get all the way ar- across this huge gate platform. Okay. Uh, is the enemy's counter turtle gonna hit us in the middle so we have like one round until engagement yeah somewhere in there okay yeah. uh then i will move as as one with the, the the turtle pod uh but i would like to call upon the powers of my deity and uh fill our immediate area with uh mist oh. okay. <laughs> that's pretty obscure mist <laughs> Just tell the guys around me, don't worry about it, Javinius is on our side. Keep moving forward. And we'll just ink a little little scare a uh, little afraid cloud out of the way and see if that can keep him from shooting us. It's centered on me. Which is why I do want to move and then pop that. Yeah, it is stationary also. Mm-hmm. But they should move into it and that'll give us one round of <laughs> it does I mean it lasts a minute, but you know. This battle hopefully will not. Okay, uh, so on their turn, they continue to move up. The Firehawks continue to fire. The 21 crew continues to fire. Damage is dealt. Hey, you can use magic. Yes. Oh no. I'm also <laughs> hoping that my bubble, my mist bubble, messes with the warlock for a couple seconds. Yeah, I mean, he's going to try to fire uh, his ray at you. Um, and probably going to miss further away than five feet they have total concealment oh so they do okay uh which is a 50 percent miss chance there is a a fiery warlock's ray that goes sizzling in your general direction but it does not even come close enough that you have to dodge uh it does look very pretty uh blazing its way through the the mist i'll have to write a song about that later uh, Ferusius. Um, I will reload. Uh, it looks like the, uh, the dudes, uh, manning, like, they're, uh, they're able to reload the ballista, right? Uh, no, they're a man short, so they're going to be, uh, reloading the ballista, uh, on a, they're not going to be able to fire every round, in other words. Uh, I will not reload my crossbow then, instead I will hop on that and help them, uh, reload. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the enemy. You're talking. Oh no, I'm at ours. Oh yeah, your team will be able to. You still have a full crew, and you'll be able to reload the ballista. Oh, in that case, I will reload and take another shot at whoever is in the firing position. No worries. Heck yeah. Nat 20. <laughs> you, took, uh, uh, you took Jeff's nat 20, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys really, really hate these operators. What can I say? Uh, you have the, the satisfaction of just seeing your arrow arc through the air, slam into this guy, and uh, just watch him just slowly crumple to the floor. Uh, Octavia. I'm going to take another shot at the officer. Woo! <laughs> you hit. I mean, <laughs> you did hit for all of one point of damage. Uh, Nico, your crew is able to uh, reload your ballista, and I'm sorry, uh, Octavia, did you want to say something else before? Uh, oh, I said RAR. Oh, RAR. <laughs> uh, Nico, your peons are able to uh, quickly uh, slot another bolt home and uh, run the winch back. So you have a loaded ballista if you want to fire it. Yes, I'll take a, a fire a shot at the other team here. Let me roll for that. Oof, a nine. I guess you can't, uh, can't crit every time. Nope. That's... Uh, it hits the other tower and bounces harmlessly off. Okay, that is the troops' turn. On their end, they reload. Uh, no, they don't. They don't reload that crossbow. There's one of them up there. He, you know what? He's not even gonna bother. He's just, they're just gonna fire at you. Um, so uh, against Nico, I got a. After I just back down for range, I got a 19. 19 will uh, hit. You do have cover if that matters. What does cover add? Four. 19 matches. Okay. Ooh. In which case, you can have five points of damage. Uh, and against uh, Ferusius, I got a six. Uh, against Octavia, I crit. Uh, unlucky uh, Bolt goes sailing through her window just as she happens to look up. Uh, she's going to take a total of ten points of damage. And then against... Uh, Tacitus, uh, there are bolts still scattering down around you, but none of them are going to come close enough to hit uh, because of your obscuring mist. That's a nice feeling. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, that team pushes over into the middle. That guy orders his people to continue firing. Tacitus, it is your turn. Alright, so next round we should be engaging? Uh, yeah, if you, uh, if, if you move up this round, you will be engaging. Okay. Like, it, um, it, it would be a move and then an engagement. Okay. Uh, are any of the people that are in the turtle injured? Uh, yes. As in Quite my turtle. Alright, then I am going to spend one of my new channelings to give them a little bit of healing as we're getting ready to go, just to top them off. Okay. Uh, and I will be this whole time extolling the virtues of Javinius and not to fear uh, endings for all things must pass away to make way for new things. But I'm going to be saying this in the Behemoth uh, native tongue. 
more <laughs> that I am telling them that the end is nigh and they should not fear it so that they can make way for new things. <laughs> okay. Uh, Listen, I've been I've been reading some Warhammer 40k recently, and you know every good space marine should be down there in the midst of it, extolling the virtues of his uh, religion, mm-hmm. and to know that the God Emperor is in charge. All right. Except you know I'm wearing armor and yeah, I have the the Emperor's <laughs> sword strapped to my back. Oh my gosh, am I? Wait, am I one of the the heretic? Am I, am I a heretic? <laughs> Since I'm fighting the Emperor. Technically, yeah, yeah. We get cooler stuff. Blood for the blood cat. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, level twenty-one crew back on in the fortress. Fire the crossbows. Uh, the bulk of them push ahead and begin engaging the behemoth out on the gate platform and hand to hand. The ones up on the tower reload. Streaming firehawks uh, reload and fire their crossbows and. Warlock. If I am twenty foot radius spread. All right. So if uh, the Tacticus continue moving up with uh, the um, twenty one crew. Yes. At the end of his action, he would have moved into melee with his new action. Okay. So the warlock can see you now. I mean that does work both ways. You can see the warlock. Oh, he cannot hit you with that. That is short range. So he's just gonna try to fire his blast at you. Uh, and touch back. I got a 16. Definitely touches my mind. Cool. Uh, in which case, you can have uh, 9 points of damage and a fortitude save. 9 points of damage and a 17 on fortitude. This blast, unlike the last one, which was uh, blazing with fire, this one is suffused with shadow stuff. Uh, you managed to uh, basically uh, keep it from uh, covering your eyes entirely, thus you are not blinded, but you are dazzled for the next two rounds. Perseus. Let's see. That ballista, that guy, he ran off, right? Uh, no, he's still up there. He's just, I mean, you, you killed, you guys killed two of the three people manning that ballista. The last guy was like, no, I'm just going to fire my crossbow. Alright, then I will reload and fire at him. Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, 17 to hit will hit. And we'll do three points of damage. Octavia. Alright, let's see if I can hit this. Is he still there? The officer, even though I'm flinking away. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's, he's still there. I figured. Like, I was more wondering if he was, like, trying to hide a little more that since someone's kind of aiming at him, but I wasn't sure if he could tell that, because, well, you know, I did a point of damage last turn, but, but I didn't hit this turn. That's true. Uh, Nico, you have a loaded ballista, you can fire that, or you can keep back to your bow. Um, I am actually at 5 HP, so I am going to do Nito's into the potion. Good call. Uh, yeah, you know, so, alright, I'll gain some of that bag. do 16. Still bloodied. But yeah, that'll be that'll be my move. That'll be my turn. Yep. Alright, on their end. Uh, the common troops. I got a 9 to hit Nico. I got a 6 to hit Verusius. I got a 13 to hit Octavia. And 
moving in to melee with you is one of the common soldiers uh, who got a total of a 14 to hit tactics. That will miss. Okay. You have a... You have right now a, a common soldier in your face, uh, and as I say that, an officer is also going to move over and swing uh, at you as well, because you are quite the target right now. It's working, guys. Uh, however, he apparently is very demoralized, as he rolled a 2 on his attack roll, which, after everything is said and considered, gives him a total of a 9. Glad to know that he's buying into the teachings of Juvenius. Uh, I mean, that would that would have hit your touch attack, but that's that's not saying much. That's uh, right. Tacitus, it is your turn. All right, I will uh, draw the Emperor's sword and swing back at him. Wow, okay. Does a 17 hit? A 17 does hit. Uh, uh, are you aiming at the common soldier or the officer? The officer. Okay, and you did 14 points of damage. Cool. Yeah. Um, Plus any benefits of the Emperor's Sword, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, that is truly, truly awesome. Okay. Uh, so, Screaming Firehawks are firing. Uh, good news. They are hitting Octavia's target a couple times. Um, so he is not doing that hot. Uh, 21 crew does not need to reload the ballista this turn, so they take cover. Other 21 crew fires and does that. And the remainder continue to fight around Tacitus, fighting off this group of Behemoth. The Warlock. Uh, the Warlock fires his ray back down at Tacitus. Uh, he got a total of a 22 to hit Tactus, which I'm reasonably certain hits his touch attack. Yes. That's Twice. Armored you have, some additions. You have fought far more powerful warlocks than this, however. Uh, this is a fiery ray and doing a total of 11 points of damage. Alright. And that makes it Perusius' turn. Guy is still, uh, the archer is still over there, right? Yeah, there's several archers still over there, but yes. Okay, uh, how far away is the warlock from me? About the same distance as the um, the archer. The, the warlock is down a story and firing out of a window, but either way, you're talking about 200 feet, so you're in your second range category. I will then reload the crossbow and aim at him instead and see if I can hit him. Okay. Yes, sir. Ooh. 22 to hit. Yeah. Uh, you think thread the, the needle of that window quite nicely, and uh, you're pretty certain you can see some sort of reaction from within. Ooh. Octavia. Alright, let's see if I can hit this guy. You know, I'm just gonna accept that I'm the face of the party and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that ten misses. Nico! <laughs> yeah, I think... I will also try to take a shot at the warlock okay. with the ballista. Okay. <laughs> the ballista? Yes. Remember, it's only a siege weapon if you don't try hard enough. <laughs> That's right. I, I missed. Gotta try harder. But uh, He didn't try hard enough. Uh, okay. So. You know with the ballista, you don't have to close one eye to aim. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, firing at Nico, I got an at one. Firing at Perseus, I got a total of a nine. Uh, firing at Octavia, I got a total of a sixteen. Remember that you have cover. Uh, and uh, swinging at uh, Tacitus, I got a total of a twenty-three. That will definitely hit. So the 23 is going to do 9 points of damage. Alright. Uh, the officer that you are engaged in is going to back off because he is bloodied. And not having a good day. Ah, uh, which thing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just say it. <laughs> Yeah. Not fighting yeah. for the glory of his empire, apparently. Just gonna back off like that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is why the Bayman's not losing. Huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow, we're, we're getting real self-righteous today. Uh, <laughs> I'm filled with the righteous fur fury. Not furry. Righteous furry is a whole different thing, and I don't think it's appropriate for this. <laughs> so I am going to also back off. I'll five foot step back and flop a potion. Okay. Because I am also bloodied. How absolutely average. Actually, blow average. Okay. Firehawks. Continue to fire. 21 crew down in the that section fires. 21 crew on the platform attacks. Uh, up on the tower. Takes cover. Um... going to, uh, the warlock up on the tower is going to try to fire a ray. You guys are out of his range, so he's not going to fire you. So yeah, he's going to try to fire at, uh, Tacitus again. He got a 12. Uh, do I still have cover from the shield wall? Uh, you could have moved back into cover. Yeah, then I will decidedly take that cover, because that will cause him to miss. Okay. Uh, that does cause him to miss. Uh, it does uh, deal damage to the cover that you are uh, taking care of behind because that is uh, improvised made out of tables. So that table is now on fire. It's fine. It does extra damage when you bash with it. Perseus. I will reload and take another shot at the warlock. 23, and if that hits, only one point of damage. I mean, you scratched him. Octavia. <laughs> hey! Hey, You did hit. And for more than one point of damage, improvements. Did four ones of damage. That's four <laughs> times as good. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Nico. Yeah, I'll shoot at the warlock again. Okay. Let's see how we do. Oh man, ten. I've just been downhill this whole time. Told you you set the bar too high. You set the bar too high. Start. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
I like the idea of you just putting uh, these ballista bolts just around the window. So eventually we'll just be able to climb up to him. That's what he's doing. That's, what, that's exactly, that's actually what he's been doing. Right? I'm glad you caught onto my plan. I was going to keep that a secret. He's drawing a smiley face personally, you know? Remember when you said this battle... Remember when you said this battle shouldn't take longer than a minute? I can't wait for this one battle to be the rest of the campaign as this becomes, you know, a grueling day, uh, multiple day-long campaigns in, uh, in-game. Yeah, a proper siege. Seventh episode of the siege of that one random outpost. Didn't the say this is going to be like a thing they're going to do a couple times? Oh, man. Siege, the siege at the gate. Uh, chapter 10. Well, for right now, Chapter 10 is firing at Nico and getting a 10, firing at Perusius and getting a 15, which is probably going to miss because of cover, uh, firing at Octavia yes, and getting a 17, which might miss due to cover. Yes. And swinging at Tacitus and getting a 13. That will miss due to armor. Okay, the officers don't really do anything that important. They shout orders and coordinate troops. And Tacitus, it is your turn. You do have a guy in your face, uh, like behind your shield with you, swinging at you. Well, that's um, rude. And then the officer is about thirty feet away. Uh, and there are quite a few other people on this in this melee with you. Eighteen rebels and uh, sixteen other uh, Bayamut soldiers that are up here. Okay. Can I stay in cover and get out of melee? Uh, no. But I will just brace the melee and swing with the Emperor's sword at this unfortunate general guy that walked up here. Okay. It's only a 14 to hit, but it'll be 8 damage. Okay, uh, that bounces off his armor. You're beginning to, like, another uh, blast hits that uh, shield you're taking cover behind. Uh, you think probably the next one or the one after that is going to destroy the cover. Uh, okay. That, that was aimed at Tacticus. Yeah. Uh, Frusius. Uh, I will reload and uh, take a shot at this guy. Uh, Nico's been lining these shots up. He's made a target with ballista bolts for me, so here we go. Ooh, I don't know if 15's going to hit with him being that far. It does not. Uh, he has, he's very far away. He has cover, and Magical defenses, all of which mean that you can miss. Uh, Octavia! Alright, let's see if I can hit my new friend. Ooh. Hey! Improved again. Uh, you drop blade? him. Hey, I don't need a knock on Yay, yay! You do not. Um, yeah, actually, looking across, uh, that gatehouse seems to be largely unoccupied. Uh, you and the uh, Firehawks have, uh, Mostly cleared off that section. You can I uh, use my move action to start trying to like move up into yeah. that? Uh, you can move around and out of the building, uh, and if you on your next turn took a what would that be? Double move? Yeah, that'd be solidly a double move. Uh, you could make it up to the gate next round then. Perfect. That's what I'll do. Okay. Uh, oops, I accidentally skipped Nico. Nico, it's your turn. Alright, so who's standing? We still got that warlock. Still got the warlock. You still got about half of the um, troops over there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just take another shot. 
on the warlock. Okay. Let's see how this goes. Come on. And a seven. Oh, oh, man. Okay. Your ladder's almost complete, though. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, continuing to fire at you guys. 16 versus Nico, who has cover. Uh, 19 versus Perseus, who has cover. Uh, the only person who is firing at uh, Octavia rolls in that one. And a total of 11 to hit Tacitus. Uh, did either of those uh, numbers hit Perseus or Nico? I will reach over cover and grab the dude, the, the arrow that was shot at me. Fair enough. <laughs> the Emperor's arrow. The Emperor's arrow. <laughs> uh, there are no more officers on the board. So, Tacitus. Alright, well, I still have a guy in my face, so I will take another okay. swing of him with the same 14. Actually, I think that's the exact same attack and damage. Yep. So, probably should try something new next turn, like rolling higher. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold strategy. That's what I've been doing wrong all along. Firehawks are charging the gate. Having seen Octavia break cover, they are uh, just full-on breaking ranks and charging the gate. Warlock. Yep, Tacticus is pretty much the only... Oh, well, I was going to say Tacticus is pretty much the only credible threat uh, in this uh, Warlock's range. And then I rolled a nat 1. Uh, so, something happened up there. You're not entirely certain what. Um, but uh, there's like some sort of explosion up where the Warlock is. Uh, Ferusius. Is, uh, is the Warlock still visible after this mishap of his? Oh, yeah. Then I will reload again and take a shot at him. However, I don't think a 10 is going to do me any good. Nope. Alright, Octavia. Uh, if you, like I said last time, if you double move, you'll reach the gate at the end of this turn. That's what I'll do. Okay. Uh, Nico. Yeah, I'll go in for another shot. Okay. And, you know, maybe maybe this one would be good. Like, not. 16? Mm. Uh, you're getting closer, at least. Yay, there we go. I'll take it. Soldiers. So, 15 and 14 to hit Perseus and Nico is probably going to miss. And a 20 to hit uh, Tactus is probably going to hit. Uh, is that in melee or is that ranged? That is melee. Well, that will hit. Uh, then that is 13 points of damage as these guys still do hit like a freight train. Tacitus, it is your turn. I will swing back at him. Okay. Alright, I don't like that roll. That's actually lower. Listen, I, I shake the Emperor's sword and see if I need to like warm it back up. <laughs> I get some kinetic energy going on it. Alright, uh, that is the NPC's turn. Uh, the Firehawks also reach the outer walls. Uh, the 21 crew down there continues to fire. The 21 crew over there continues to attack. And the 21 crew upstairs reloads. Uh, the Warlock is... Oh, no, he's not even bloodied yet. So he is going to continue to, uh, fire at, uh... Tacitus, I know he is going to miss because of cover, uh, but that is also going to destroy your cover. Okay. And then, Perseus. Uh, I will shoot 
the warlock again since he's not bloody yet. <laughs> However, I think a 14 will miss. It's true. Octavia. Alright, I'm going to hold my sword and I'm going to try to start heading up towards probably the warlord because I know about where he's at and I know he's kind of one that's bothering and it looks like I'm going to assume I've seen the ballista not fire as often. Uh, so I'm yeah. going to go towards the main threat. Okay. Um, so, so I'm going to do a move action, and then if there's someone nearby, I'll stab him. You do still have a gate in front of you. So Ooh. are you going to try to climb over the top, or are you going to try to uh, pick to the lock? the gate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you are able to open the gate uh, and uh, step into the uh, gatehouse beyond. Uh, you can see that the <laughs> gate on the other side actually has been left open. So, after that, you're able to move through the gatehouse and into the first courtyard. So, Nico! Ah, <sighs> I'll aim at the warlock back again. Here we go. Oh, wow. Wow, that took a long time for it to come through on mine. It was. Another miss. It is another miss. I mean, there's no reason that you have to stay on this uh, uh, ballista if you, you know want to try something different. Oh, I'm here now. This is going <laughs> stick to the plan. Alright. Does not have a line on Octavia right now. Firing at uh, Nico and Perseus. The high roll of that was a 12, so that's not going to hit. Uh, does a 14 hit Tacitus? Melee. Does not. Okay. It is Tacitus. Mm -hmm. Alright. Shake the sword again. Look at that guy. Line the shot up. 22 to hit. 22 hits for 10 damage. All right. All right. So uh, just keep doing that. NPCs continue to do their boogaloo. Oh, hey. I got a 9 to hit. Oh, <laughs> a 9 does hit Tactus, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, you can take uh, 10 points of damage from a blast from above. Crucius. Um. So the way this tower is, are there like platforms that would make it like safe to like jump down to the no man's land or would I be better off just running back down the tower uh, there's like uh, tiered roofs so you could if you wanted to jump down but you'd be jumping down two stories and then uh, so it'd be like two stories sorry no it'd be a story a story and then Oh, no, they're, they're only a story. So, yeah, you can jump down uh, 10 feet, 10 feet, and 10 feet if you wanted to. Uh, I will attempt to do that. Okay. Is that a move? Um, or is that both my moves? Uh, no, you could, you could probably do that as a move, but I will need uh, athletic checks to stick the landings. So, give me a total of three of them. Did you say... Athletics or acrobatics? I meant acrobatics. Okay. Then never mind that climb. That better not have been a good roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. I mean, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you go, like, you, you slam into the first one pretty hard, taking five points of damage. You stick the second one, and then the last one, uh, you just absolutely stack it, taking uh, an additional nine. So. <laughs> 
you are on the ground. Uh, after that uh, terrible landing, though, that is the rest of your turn as you just... That that one is just perfect. It's <laughs> also great. Um, and then Octavia. Alright. Um, yeah, I'm going to start moving up. Um, kind of towards where I remember the warlock being. And... <laughs> The more most important person that looks like is in front of me within thirty feet, I will actually go up to as long as he's on my path. Okay, uh, there is no one actually with, uh, there, but if you are in your courtyard, uh, you can see that there are people moving around in the courtyard above that. Uh, but you can move over, run up the steps, and to the second gate. Um, and if you wanted to, you could try to make a disable device check to uh, open up this. Uh, this large, heavy gate here. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're able to, like, slip a little thin blade in between and, uh, push up the bar that's holding the, the gate closed on the other side and open it up. Nico! Oh my gosh, I don't even know why I'm trying again. But I'm going people that set up slot machines and just keep pulling the handle? That's right. 21! There you go. So yeah. you hit. Uh, go ahead and roll All 3 right. d 8 points of damage. How many d8? Three. three. It was six last time. Three. Three this time. Oh man, Ooh. that's not See? that's good damage. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's bloody now. That's for sure. Uh, okay. Common soldier. Uh, Common Soldier fires at Nico, getting a uh, total of a 16, which I think misses because of cover. Uh, I got a 9 to try to hit Tacitus. Uh, and Ferusius, one of the Bayamon soldiers, has broken free of the fight with the 21 crew and is walking over in your direction. He's not there yet, but he's about 10, 15 feet away from you now. Okay. Tacitus, it is your turn. Am I able to withdraw from my fight into a spot that I can flank for Ferocious? Yeah. Okay, then I would like to do that. Okay. Alright, so the Firehawks streaming past Octavia are going to start engaging with the Behemoth that are in the uh, courtyard. Upstairs, the Warlock is going to leave that window. So he is no longer in sight. Uh, Ferusius, it is your turn. Uh, I will charge this guy. I will charge him to flank if I can. You can. So, so let's see. And charge over. 20 to hit, 7 damage. 20 to hit, 7 damage will hit and do damage. Okay. Octavia. I'm going to continue moving to where I knew the Warlock was. Okay. Uh, so yeah, as you duck and weave across this this courtyard, there is fighting going on all around you. Um, give me a either an acrobatics check to avoid uh, getting tangled up in a fight, or a perception check to spot a, a clear path through. Okay, yeah. Uh, it, it takes you a double move, but you are now on the stairs leading up to the main tower. 
Nico, uh, the warlock is no longer in that window. I will. I'll leave the ballista behind. I guess I'll go down the stairs and headed to the courtyard. Okay. Take you don't want to jump moves. down. Oh, no, <laughs> Listen, he got know. down to the first floor as a move action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'll just take the stairs. It's weird. Okay. Uh, so a soldier runs over to try to uh, stop Octavia from getting in. Holy crap! Seriously, I, I rolled. I just rolled five dice. Or uh, yeah, five dice to attack uh, people, and they are five, one, eight. Nine seven. <laughs> so, uh, does a twelve hit a Tavia? Nope. Okay. Uh, the guy that is attacking Perseus rolled a nap one. Uh, the other guy that had been uh, engaging Tacitus moves over and engages him, getting a fifteen. And then the other attacks are going against NPCs. Uh, the fifteen will hit. I am. 15 will hit because you were bloodied, and as a result of that, mm -hmm. you will take an additional 12 points of damage. And then it is your turn. Uh, there is currently a guy in front of you that you are flanking uh, with Brucius, and there's a guy behind you that you previously hit once. Well, I will attack the guy that's on Brucius, because I'm going to need that plus two attack. Okay. Oh. <laughs> poor guy. Ooh. <laughs> Or 21 points of damage with the Emperor's Sword. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you line that shot up, or you line that blow up, and uh, just let the weight of the blade cleave straight through that helmet, on in, through that man's skull. He is quite dead. Uh, as my move... Actually, as a, I'd like to take a five foot away. Okay. So that Farouche's possibly could... Sneak in in front of me, I would have some room to cast some spells. Okay. Warlock does his thing. Perusius, it is your turn. Uh, did you drop this guy? Yeah. Nice. There is, uh, I, there is a guy, there's another one, though. Yeah, there's a guy like 10 feet away from you, though, if you want to. This one was mine. You got him on accident. I don't know why they delivered him to you, <laughs> but I got him. The one behind me, though, I think might be yours. Uh, is he close to a ledge? Uh, I will charge bull rush him. Uh, I don't have improved bull rush though, but I do have maneuver training, so I do get a plus one. Plus you charge. Yeah, so thirteen altogether. That will miss. Combat maneuver defense. Uh, Don't think it'll work. Did you include the plus two from charging? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, that is just going to be. Uh, like, I hate to say it, but 15 is what you needed. You got a 13. Uh, Should have lied. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lying, it's creative storytelling. Come on. <laughs> Alright, Octavia, uh, there's a guy in your face, or you can continue to move into, uh, up to the tower. I'm gonna try to move up to the tower. Okay. Can I do, like, acrobatics past him, or... Yep. 
Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> ease, you are able to move up to the tower. The tower uh, gate is locked, but again, with your uh, you know, quick fingers and uh, skill at uh, opening these locks, you are able to pop open that gate. Uh, Nico, uh, you are down on the with a move action. You find yourself back down on the walkway overlooking the courtyard as you ent exit your tower uh, you can see uh, Ferusius attempt to tackle a guy about 30 meters <laughs> off to your left uh, but uh, just, it, it, it doesn't really seem to have any impact it's more, um, more of a hug <laughs> or is it like no it's like um, in uh, Princess um, Princess Bride it doesn't uh doesn't he like put his shoulder into into Andre the Giant? <laughs> That's exactly what I just did. <laughs> I'll take I'll take a shot at that guy. Uh, you will take a shot at that guy and hit. He is grievously injured. The guy that was engaged with uh, Ferusius is actually going to back off. Tavia is going to find herself between two uh, Bayama soldiers as one comes up the stairs that she previously fled from. And there was one waiting inside. Uh, they are going to get a total of a 17 and a nat 1 to attack her, though. Uh, 17 will match. 17 will match for 13 points of damage. Ow. Tacitus, it is your turn. Alright, and I'm, am I able to get into a spot where um, I only have allies within a 30-foot bubble? Uh, you currently are in that spot. Then I would love to channel. Okay. So everybody, I think I, I can get both Nico and Ferucius in this. Yep, as well as a few of the twenty ones. Perfect. Everybody can have one hit point back. Alrighty. I mean, it was more than one because you multiplied by everybody, but yeah, it's still a little bit more. Huh. Uh, Gotta shake my holy symbol up before dragon. Firehawks are bogged down in a fight in a courtyard. Ferucius, it is your turn. Uh, I will simply flurry. Uh, you would have to move up. The only guy that wasn't in your section uh, backed off. Uh, is it five within a five-foot step? No, it's within, like, 30 feet of you. Uh, then in that case, I will charge him instead. Okay. Uh, and you drop him. For 40, yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. using your attack roll from the, the flurry as the faces. Oh, okay. That works, too. I hadn't looked over there to see what they were yet. I was looking at the camera. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Octavia. Mm, I really don't like being stuck between these two. How big is this hallway? Can, like, they fit beside each other? Or is this, like, a one-person-at-a-time thing? You're standing on a, a platform. Uh, in front of you is the open gate. Uh, the open gate is about 10 feet across, and beyond that, it opens up into a large open room. Um, can I continue moving past these guys, and then while I'm doing that, grab a potion and chug that? Uh, yeah, you would make an acrobatic check to get out of melee, and then you can chug a potion. Uh, yeah, you are not as easily as last time, but you are able to duck under uh, their blows and skirt just out of reach and 
chug a potion. Oh, thank God, that's a decent potion, too. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> right. uh, Nico, you're looking across <laughs> the uh, gate platform, and you can see that the 21 crew has mostly won the fight there. There's a few Bayomet stragglers here and there. Um, beyond that, like 200 feet uh, from where you are, you can see Octavia just duck into a tower, and you can see the guys that she was fighting. Um, okay, I'll probably start to move towards Octavia then. Okay. Into the tower, or towards that direction. I was just a double okay. Alrighty then. As you do so, you're going to see uh, some of the remaining uh, Behemoth troops move up to try to stop the 21 crew from also entering the courtyard. Uh, Tacitus, it is your turn. Uh, am I still in a good spot to drop a heal? Uh, you are in a better spot to drop the heal. Actually, if you move forward 30 and drop the heal, you could hit a 60-foot radius. Or a 30-foot radius. I love that idea. Uh, that would only hit allies. Uh, cool. as well, let's do that. You guys now own the effectively own the uh, gate platform. Hey, and there's a max on the die. Everybody can have six back. Well, everybody that I can reach. Yep. Uh, that would be nice. a bunch of the 21 crew and Nico and Perusius. Octavia, uh, the warlock just double moved uh, into the room that you're in, and it, like comes down the stairs and is just like, oh, uh, obviously not expecting you to be there. Lucius. Uh, well, this is awkward. Uh, how many like how many people are left in this like middle bridge thing? Uh, as of right now, there are fourteen of the twenty-one crew, and about a dozen Bayamith, uh occupying like the exit out of this bridge. Um, I will make my way towards that group. Okay. And if I can get there in a move, I will attack the first person I come across. Uh, you can move and then charge if you wanted to. Let's do that. Okay. 13 to hit somebody. Uh, 13 to hit somebody is not going to hit. It's going to impact their armor and bounce off. Octavia. Alrighty. I'm charging the warlock. Okay. Eight. Nah. Boy, are you. Oh. Damn. Uh, so you charge in and uh, hit him. Uh, he is not doing so hot. Nico! Okay, is the... Can I see... How far away am I still? Uh, you're a, about a double move away from where Ferusius is, uh, fighting those Bamoth, and, um, you can't see the Warlock and Octavia because they're in a tower. You know kind of okay. where they yeah. are, but they're in a tower, so you can't actually shoot them. Okay, I'll move into the or closer to the tower. Closer into the tower. So moving closer to the tower puts you into that melee with a bunch of the twenty-one crew, Perusius, and the uh, Bayamoth, uh, which means the Bayamoth are going to be. Oh my god! I just rolled double natural ones to attack Perusius and uh, Nico. I'm okay with that. I mean, I, like I killed it. off three of the twenty-one crew, but who really cares? 
Uh, <laughs> I care. That's more wooden nickels I have to carve for the rest. Wow. <laughs> uh, Tactics, it's your turn. Alright, uh, can I get to a good spot where I can try and get as many of my allies in a 50-foot burst centered on me? Yeah. Cool. I'd like to do that, and then pop a bless. Okay. We're going to have a plus one attack rolls and saving throws against fear effects. Uh, the warlock is going to look at uh, Otavia and snarl, Vermin, you do not know the powers that you are, are facing. Uh, he is going to back off five feet. Uh, as he does so, he pulls a sutra scroll from his pouch and casts a spell at her. I need her to make a will save. Uh, unfortunately, you do not get the benefit of uh, the bless, because this is a will save versus fear. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> uh, and you are immediately terrified of this guy. This is the most... Uh, terrifying being you have ever seen in your life. Uh, Furusius, it is your turn. Uh, I will simply flurry the guy I'm already in melee with. Okay. Uh, ooh, 21 and 23 to hit. Uh, yes and yes. Three and seven Three and four damage. Yep. Uh, alright. Octavia, uh, on your turn, you, uh, are forced to flee, uh, from this terrifying apparition. Running from the tower, you find yourself back in the courtyard and uh, sort of end up on that little platform overlooking the, the second courtyard. Uh, All right, <laughs> Nico. Uh, from so there are Bayman soldiers blocking your path to the the gate, and you just saw Octavia just run screaming from the tower. Well, I will. I'll move into that tower, or at least if I move in close enough, do I have range on the warlock? Uh, you can't see the warlock from where you are. In order to move into the tower, you'd have to make an acrobatics check to get past the and the soldiers that are between you and it. Uh, yeah. Which 20, you are able, 28 you are on able, acrobatics. Okay. Yep. Which you're able to do. So you are able to slide <laughs> past them and move up to the tower. Uh, awesome. Does a 15 hit uh, Ferusius? I did not charge this time, so no. Okay. Tacitus, it is your turn. Alright, so first question is as I see Atavia running, uh, is she within 30 feet of me? Oh, good God, no. Okay. Well, then she's gonna keep running. Uh, <laughs> I will. I do a heal, not hit any baddies. Yes. Alright, everybody can have a big fat one again. Fire and ice, baby. I mean, you're at the very least stabilizing all your allies. That's why I'm doing it, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get myself out of, out of bloody. Because we have 13 points to go. Okay, Perusius. <laughs> I will continue to fight the people in front of me. Okay. So, let's see. Brawler's Flurry. Uh, 16 or a 9 hit. Uh, 16 hits. Yay, 4 damage. Okay. So, it is Octavia's turn. I am double checking the wording on the spell. creature flees from the source of fear as best it can. Uh, so now that you're out here and you're out of sight of the warlock, you can go over and attack other soldiers. Uh, you do take a minus two penalty for being so uh, shaken. Um, but so long as you don't try to move closer to the warlock, 
uh, you can move around and do other stuff. Um, does someone in here look a little more intimidating than others, or...? Uh, yeah. I mean, you've got... From where you are, you can see that there's a, a huge melee between the remaining Bayonet soldiers and the Firehawks down in the courtyard, and there's a smaller one between the 21 crew and the remaining Bayonet uh, off to your left. Um, I'll try to move up to flank with some of the um, ones in the courtyard. Okay. Uh, yeah, with a, a move you're able to do that, and you are easily able to severely wound one of the soldiers. Okay, Nico, having worked your way past the uh, soldiers last time, uh, you are now standing in front of this tower door. Looking in the tower, you can see your warlock. And is he within uh, 30 feet? Effectively, yeah. If you take like a five foot step forward, he'd be about 30 feet away. Alright, I'll take, I'll take the five foot step forward and, and get him in point blank range, and then I'll take a shot at him. Let's okay. see what we can do here. I got 20 for damage of two. I need to get hit. The soldier that Octavia stabbed turns around and gets a 12 to hit. The soldier that Ferusius was trying to stab gets a 17 total. That matches. For a total of 12. Alrighty. I'll drop another sick heal. Okay. Of one. <laughs> Much sick. Mini heal. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're learning. You're learning. Uh, the Listen, battle it's is, my first day. The battle is decidedly going in your guys' favor, however. By this point, uh, there are about 20 Firehawks in this courtyard and only three Bayameth remaining. Uh, up on the other side, there are 14 level 21 crew, and uh, there's only four of those Bayameth remaining. This fight is effectively won. You guys are now in the process of uh, actually finishing it off. Uh, the Warlock, in the meantime, is going to look at Nico, pulling out a, a Sutra is going to cast a spell at Nico, forcing him to make a will save. As he does so, he is going to say, come on, you know your proper place is uh, below your true rulers. If you help me escape this, I will make certain that you and your friends do not face overly harsh punishment. And for a heartbeat, his words really seem to make sense. And then you feel your resolve kick in, and you shake off that uh, enchantment magic, and are unaffected. Perseus. I will... So there's about three dudes in melee with me? Uh, they're in that melee, yes. Uh, yeah, I will continue on the one... Uh, can... There, there's no way I could five-foot step into a uh, flank, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're surrounded by allies. Yeah, I will do that then. Uh, put myself so I'm flanking with one of these guys and flurry. Uh, don't think a nine will hit, but if a twenty-four hits, that is eleven points of damage. Yay! Octavia, I'll try to drop the guy that's in front of me until I don't feel scared enough to go chasing back after the warlock. Uh, yeah, you were able to drop him as well. Uh, Nico. Alright, I'm gonna take uh, a few shots at the warlock here. Rapid shot. 
Nine and fifteen. So a nat one and a fifteen. Uh, that is both of those are going to miss. Tacitus. All right, I will keep keep on keeping on. Heal another. Ooh, six. See, fire and ice. <laughs> I'm real glad that I picked up extra channel. going to be able to break through and drop the last of those guys. Uh, the Warlock is going to look at Nico and say, you cannot say that I did not try. Uh, he is going to fire his ray at you, getting an 18 to hit you touch, which is probably going to touch. It is going to do 11 points of damage and force a fortitude save. You are not blinded by his shadowed ray, uh, but are instead dazzled. For two rounds. Sounds uh, good. I will uh, step. I uh, will take a five-foot step to one of the other people in this melee. The the twenty-one crew killed everybody else in this melee. Oh, they did get them. Everyone. All right. There is one target left down in the courtyard. That's about a triple move away from you. Or the uh, door to the tower is about a move away from you. I will move into the tower. Okay. Moving into the tower. You are now standing beside Nico, and you can see the warlock about 30 feet in front of you. I will charge him. Uh, so, oh, no sneak attack on that. But uh, if a 21 hits, that's six points of damage. Uh, he is not doing so hot. Uh, Octavia, uh, there is one guy left down here. He, you could, you could move over and attack him. Uh, you are still terrified of the idea of facing the warlock. That's what I'll do then. Take care of what I can. Okay. Um, is he in flank? Is there anyone with the else against him? Oh, if yeah. So can I move in a flank? Uh, yes. You are going to be occupying the only empty square around this guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had uh, 13. Because <laughs> he had 13, he's bloodied, and that damage is enough to drop him. Wow. <laughs> Bad day. It's almost, it's almost like we're some sort of a, a pack flanking group. Yep. Ah, uh, Nico! The Warlock is still there, but only just barely. Only just barely, as am I. Or I will take a shot, a few shots. Alright. And hope for the best. Alright. <laughs> 23 on crit. <laughs> I mean... You know, start strong and strong. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, that crits and definitely hits. He had... Uh, that is instant death for him. Uh, that is one point <laughs> instant death for him. He's a Not surprised. When you're good, you're good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that is the last bayonet in this uh, tower and fortress. Both the 21 crew and the uh, Firehawks are still listening to you guys. So... Uh, that leaves you effectively in control of this fortress. Alright, I will, uh, as battle finishes, go around and take care of the dead one way or another. Uh, if they're stabilized or they're close stabilized, I will drop a stabilize on Uh, if they're behemoth, I will stab them in the head. And I do have two channels left. So anyway that needs healed after we make sure that we're not going to heal the wrong people can get back. Okay. Ten healing between two. Uh, and then I will go around and start
for pleasing queens in the eyes of the fallen uh, slaves. Anybody else got anything they're going to want to do? I will go to all the ballista and all the catapults and like just gather anyone who knows how they work or has already been using one and just tell them to man them and keep them ready. Uh, not to get comfortable because this might not be over. You don't really find anybody, but you find some people who are decent archers who are willing to try it. Alright. Octavia? Um, I'm gonna look around and try to see if I can find anything that can be opened and explored. I'm also gonna be looking for traps while I do this because, you know, traps. Okay. Uh, yeah, you find a bunch of doors that need to be opened and the, the goodies that are found uh, within, but uh, no traps. Uh, Nico, you, you got anything? Yeah, I guess I'll try to gather someone from the Firehawks and someone from uh, level 21 and instruct them to go back and make contact with Sergio with the Zazumi and try okay. to, you know, explain that we've captured this and maybe await further instructions from him to see what the next moves are. Alright. While you guys are waiting for that, and Octavia was searching the building. Um, so the best lock in the entire place is the lock on what was probably the Warlock's Chambers, uh, quarters at the very top of the uh, garrison tower. Um, and you can see signs when you get in there, you can see signs of both hurried packing and hurried uh, attempts to, like, uh, destroy reports and things like that. A bunch of files were uh, burnt to ash in a brazier. But there is a, an entire pile of them still sitting intact, uh, unlit, on top of a, a pile of charcoal. And amongst those, you can find a bunch of documents. Uh, you can find a map of the city, including some of the tunnels and sewers. But uh, it's less complete than the one that you already have. Uh, you can look at it and kind of see where the Behemoth, what part of the city the Behemoth knew about. And like fill in some of the blanks but you actually have a more complete map back with an Izumi. Do we think that they the the, the, empire, the empire fell just because of like a like a, what's it called they just didn't think anyone could take them down? Like is it just straight up laziness and falling on their laurels or Uh right now you guys have no idea. Okay. Uh, and this is something that's going to like not that your characters know this at this point but this is something that is going to continue being something of a mystery for uh, a long time to come. Like, why this was so successful. What year is it right now? Uh, in the... A calendar that doesn't exist anymore? In the <laughs> calendar? Uh, it is the year 5725. Okay. Uh, in the, the calendar that will become to be used in years to come, this is year zero. So in 575 years, some, some elves will uh, ask uh, some body of knowledge the answer to this question. And start publishing it. So, you know. <laughs> almost 600 years in the, in the future. Will they actually know what happened? Kind of. Kind of. Uh, Alright. Uh, also in that, that pile of papers is a report of uh, several groups of slaves that have been... Or several... Rather, several reports of groups of slaves that have been transferred to various places around uh, the uh, Imperial Center. One in particular uh, catches Octavia's eye is a report of a group of slaves being transferred from the palace dungeons 
to a prison camp that is to be run by uh, a warlock just outside of town. Uh, the warlock in particular had, apparently had some orders to perform some sort of experiments on the, the slaves, and the slaves were to be transferred intact. It probably will strike Octavia as noteworthy because she had friends in the, that were possibly still in the palace dungeons, uh, and uh, when the Nazumi took the palace these last few days, they couldn't find anybody in those dungeons. So now she knows where those slaves have been transferred. There is an order signed by the head warlock of the Empire uh, to hold the gate until all troops can be evacuated from the city, uh, as well as orders not to destroy too much of the city while withdrawing, as the Behemoth are intending to come back and reconquer it. And a standing order to identify all... Uh, identifying marks of the leaders of the slave revolt so that they can be identified and dealt with when the behemoth return to the city and looking through them you can find a detailed description of sergio vincenzo cassia uh as well as some of your other friends you saying that furious might stick out <laughs> <laughs> yeah if we're not on the list i'm out wait wait i i stick out <laughs> yeah, sorry. The one-handed man with a face tat? <laughs> no. I thought, I thought you knew, dude. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're a bigger distraction than me. I don't have a big tall dude that cast spells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are on this list, actually. Uh, also, looking over this list, uh, Octavia would be able to determine that uh, Tacitus is not the only one in the city who has learned how to channel divine energy uh that is you know there are other rebel groups that have individuals that have such abilities thank goodness i shouldn't be the only one that has this power <laughs> all i do is open doors. you don't you don't want to be de facto pope no <laughs> I mean, pope tacticus does sound pretty close to it <laughs> pope tacticus the first pope tacticus the beginning the information that you get back from Sergio, from your runners, is that uh, the fight is continuing on elsewhere in the city, and he wants you guys to hold the this gate garrison with as many of the 21 crew and Firehawks as you can convince to stick around, because he doesn't want to lose control of the entrances and exits of the city. Okay. We should send, we should send the runners back with the new information that we found. And actually, we should just send all of this paperwork back. Yeah, let's get the paperwork itself. With, with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to go to the room where the where Lockhead is mishap and see what I can try to figure out about how their magic works or like what it looks like. Just natural curiosity, seeing what the heck went on in there. Okay. The people we think were in the prison is Octavia, uh, Felicita, what? and... That's it, right? Tavia, Tavia is your friend. That's that's uh, Kayla's character. I think you mean. Awesome. Who am I thinking of then? Aquilina, dang. Yeah, so we think Aquilina and uh, and Felicity are down there, right? Uh, that's a, a good possibility. Poss possibility of uh, the ex gladiator. We don't officially know. Ferdinando. Name, you know. Yeah, Ferdinando might be there. 
I guess my sister could technically be there because we were transferred at the same time, just separated before getting to the city. I think that's it, right? Uh, as well as I mean, some nameless and uh, Nazumi NPCs that you've met over the last uh, ten years. But yes. Okay. And we and we think they're just at what is this facility that they've been taken to? Just is it another uh, town or is it just? Uh, there is just a, a name of a fortress outside of uh, the Imperial Center. Based on the orders, it couldn't be that far from the Imperial Center, uh, from the Imperial City, but, it, it, you know, it, it's somewhere out there. Okay, cool. I'll start asking around uh, the, uh, the two crews that we've got manning these forts if they know anything about this place, like if any of them had ever uh, served there before being transferred to the city or whatnot. Not at the camp, but some people had uh, worked in farms outside of the city and uh, therefore know a little bit about the what the, the lay of the land is uh, around the Imperial City. For that matter, you guys do as well because you have uh, explored outside the city a couple times over the last decade or so. Uh, I think we'll start getting the everything organized. Start getting you know barracks assigned, that kind of stuff. If we're going to be holding this place, we should treat it like it's ours. Uh, go through the armory, see what we can pass around. Uh, Tack will spend some time in the workshop, if there is one, or a forge, trying to retrofit some of these weapons to help uh, the Nizumi out, or the the other two groups as well. Uh, yeah, they have... Yeah, do the same. They, they have a workshop. Okay, cool. Do we know that we call our people the Rame, or do we just consider ourselves Terrans? Uh, you would know that you consider you, you call your people the Rame. That it, that is still something that you... That it's like existed in slave lore. Okay. I'd also like to make sure. Let's see if we can find keys that we could have control of the doors. Um, make sure the siege weapons are all up to snuff, real fortify. Uh, Tactus will also go around to all of the different doors in and out and just, you know, trace a little symbol that he's attributed to Javinius and say a prayer over the different portals and gateways within to. You know, keep out the baddies. Okay. I'll go check that warehouse in that other building that the uh, that the Firehawks started in. See what's what everyone's doing in there, and if it's not looted beyond uh, beyond recognition, we should probably set people up in here as well. It's mostly been looted. Uh, you are able to get some more stuff, uh, but honestly, by the time you get there, it has been looted to the point where it is easier to haul the stuff over to your new fortress than it is to try to hold a separate building. And, uh, anything of import in the warehouse? Uh, food and candles. That's about it. Yeah, I'll grab a couple dudes with me and have them start moving all of the food, candles, and anything we can use into the barracks and storage of the fortress. Alright. Uh, yeah. Uh... The, the garrison was still pretty well uh, supplied, so you have oil lamps and oil enough for, like, if you were to light all the common areas of the garrison, you probably have about six months of that. Probably about three months worth of torches to light the outside of the garrison, and uh, you have enough food uh, to feed the full garrison for 180 days. The full garrison was intended to have 250 people, so... You have, from your perspective, you are staring at an enormous amount of food in the storehouses of this garrison. Uh, nice. As well as about 
uh, full weapon uh, loadouts for about 50 Behemoth soldiers. Oh, it's a lot of swords. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of stuff to work with and modify. Um, and they do have an armory workshop, a weapon workshop, a leather workshop, and a general workshop, which, with a little bit of work, you can, like, cut down the workbenches down to your heights and take the anvils off the bases and put them on shorter bases and start making them work for uh, Terrans. Yeah, one of the, the first things, too, is that you know, when the, the idea of a feast comes up, uh, Tack would suggest after a feast that we start rationing just to make sure that we don't blow through this because we're lazy. Start having some sort of organization. Uh, that's kind of what kept the Nizumi strong, is that we were organized, and I don't feel like these two groups are very organized. Oh, good God, no. Uh, no, the, the level 21 work crew uh, was a work crew prior to that. The Firehawks are just a bunch of people who were like, yeah, the city is burning. Let's go set some fires. Bun bunch of Jaime's. <laughs> we give a full name too. Uh, but I would suggest this to Otavia since they seem to look to her for a little more stuff. Yeah, while we're eating, like, uh, be like, guys, uh, I don't think we're rebels anymore. I think we're starting the Grand Army of the Rama. The, the GAR. I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of an acronym yet. I just, you know, thought that we may need, you know, official leadership soon. Good thing uh, we got the people oh no. the, uh, back in the, the Emperor's uh, palace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somehow, somehow I'm thinking... I mean, as the bearer of the Emperor's sword, I would agree. <laughs> somehow I think our administrative network isn't quite set up to run an entire city, let alone a nation. Well, that's just awkward, because I don't know what we're going to do then. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we don't want, you know, all our new recruits running off when things get boring, or, uh, you know, we're in a more regimented lifestyle than I think they were expecting. I mean, they're all slaves, I would argue that they all have experienced a regimented lifestyle. Yeah, but, uh, which is why they might just, you know, say frell this and run off into the wilderness. If I hadn't spent the last ten years, you know, making this happen, I'd probably be among them. Well, we should definitely give them that choice. We shouldn't just enslave them into a, a, a military now because we say so. It's referred to we as should probably allow them to have some freedom. <laughs> conscription. Right, we should give them the option here, but I think that uh, the first time they run into some woods that have a bunch of weird tree spirits that make everybody sleep and then try to murder you, uh, they might realize that the, the walls here are a little safer. Come running back. You're totally right. I totally forgot about the dryads. We need to go enlist them. Like I said in the beginning, we <laughs> saved the secret people, and we started dead. a true army. The Behemoth burned down that entire forest. There's some stragglers. There's always some stragglers. I don't want the stragglers. They're going to be like these ugly-looking burned dryad things. Oh, well, we won't say that to the face, but we'll... we'll oh, I 100% won't, because them. they're not coming into this house. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the scorched. The GM says, furiously taking notes. That's right. <laughs> So, in the, the, the days to come, uh, there is going to be a question of, who is leading this garrison? Who amongst you is uh, the, the one stepping forward as leader? Not it. Did we set, decide that yet? Uh, no, that's why I was... We did not. We, we talked about it, and we talked about the multiple reasons why everyone should be the leader, <laughs> no, no. and then we talked about the mechanical reasons why Kayla should be the leader. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and Coleman, uh, Coleman got immunity by playing the cleric. Let's roll this d6. <laughs> uh, I, got a, I got a 5, I don't know what that means, but I got a 5. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say, I'm not much of a public speaker. Uh, I guess I can since I'm not much of an actual fighter, so I'm pretty useless everywhere else, so... <laughs> you, did, you did get both these groups to rally under the Nizumi name. I seem to remember Ferocious and I trying to be scary, and they just kind of giggled about it. So, yeah, it's fine. We'll all know that Ferocious is the power behind the throne. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I have to become a uh, a worm-tongued advisor? I mean, you, you're missing an arm. We can start trying to like graph stuff onto you and see if we can eventually get to worm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, do we call you Captain now? Uh, General? I like General. General Octavia does have I think they're going to be real disappointed, though, when they're like, oh, we need to see General Octavia, and she's just standing with, like, her short sword. Like, like, not even wearing, like, armor and stuff like that. Just, oh. This is a crazy group. Got it. Nice. Uh, okay. So, over the next few days, uh, everybody either give me a diplomacy or intimidate check to uh, try to keep your troops in line as well as just see who you can uh, control of the, the local populace. Uh, so Nico is not at all feeling it. He just he cannot bring himself to really be scary as he rolls a nat one. The other, everybody else manages to roll either a 17 or 18 on either diplomacy or intimidate. Okay, why don't we go with prefect? <laughs> so stuck <laughs> on titles. It's perfect. Uh, there is there is the title president, which was given to the president of the United States to kind of minimize his power because president before then was only given to like people that ran like small clubs that didn't have any real power. Presidente. President. <laughs> We'll, we'll come back to this. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll find some, some good titles. God Empress still sounds good to me, but you know. <laughs> God Empress. Got it. Got it. Uh, okay, so uh, by the end of the week, you're, uh, you have about 50 or 60 people uh, living in your fortress, more or less following your orders. Uh, this includes both uh, the remaining uh, Screaming Firehawks, as well as the remaining level 21 work crew, um, as well as a few other people that come in from the neighborhoods around, uh, initially sort of looking out, looking for handouts and or protection, and then sticking on and being useful members of the uh, group. Most of these are laborers. Who don't have any like useful technical skills, but are at least able to hold a sword or a spear and stand guard, that sort of thing. So in these couple days, we should probably start like patrolling further and further out from our base, like see if there's people still living and like moving into houses and help them and stuff. Okay, uh, Nico, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I'd say with these people who are coming in, if you're there, if they want to stay and fight, that we should start. Uh, you know, training them in a more militant style. You know, learn to form ranks, learn to use a sword, use to fight, mm -hmm. learn to fight a little bit, kind of. If we're going to go in that direction, might as well start training and, people. 
And with um, this little bit of downtime that we have, I want to get word to Sergio and, and the leadership back in the, the uh, palace and mention to them that I would like to see if we can get these other people that have heard the answer or the, the call of the divines. And I'd like to see if I could get a time a chance to chat with them. Okay. You will that will definitely be something that will happen in the uh, days and weeks to come. Do me a favor and make a note of that because I may not get to it today and that is something that we probably should do. Okay. Um uh, however, after about a week, a runner is going to come and ask for, uh, we're going to call it General, General Octavia, uh, <laughs> to attend a meeting at the palace. Um, and assuming that you attend. Put it on, uh, put it on your bests. Do we have, a? do you have ceremonial, uh, okay. ceremonial dress yet, General? Remember, you all seen Knight's Tale, right? The, the whole scene where the, the one, uh, squire is talking about what they're going to wear to the dance and he's literally pulling apart the tent flap behind the guy in the jersey's talking. He's like, oh, it's going to be green with brown toggles. Uh, 100%. I see Tack, like, sitting there trying to, like, drum up all of his knowledge of sewing and be like, there's some curtains up in the, uh, the warlord's, or the warlock's uh, room that would look lovely with this rope that we found. And See, I'm picturing the Carol Burdett show. <laughs> Uh, Fair. Where, where she comes down wearing the curtains. <laughs> I saw it in the window and I just had to have it. There's a, I think it's Seventh Heaven. There's also a, an, an episode where the mom has to sew a girl a prom dress like while she's getting ready for prom out of curtains. Nice. Once at the palace, Octavia uh, will be directed to the Grand Throne Room. Uh, you've been in this room very briefly. You chased the Emperor through it uh, on the uh, what is now being known as the Last Night of the Bayonet. This room is massive, 500 feet end-to-end, 300 feet wide, stretches up six stories with balconies every other story. In the center of the room, a square section raises the ceiling to additional two stories, ending in an additional two-story tall dome that arches overhead. Uh, And uh, the dome is paned with gold-colored glass that appears to be solid gold from the outside, but allows softly golden light to suffuse throughout the throne room. Uh, on the wall nearest the ocean, the wall is pierced with a multi-story tall window that, until the last night, uh, was covered with cl- uh, colored gl- glass windows depicting the Emperor and his predecessors. Uh, someone has smashed out most of these windows, leaving only the central uh, emblem, which is a sunburst that's over the throne itself, still intact. Um under the sunburst window sits what was once the Emperor's throne. Uh, a wicker screen originally had been erected around the throne to keep the unworthy from seeing the Emperor and his inner court. That now lies smashed and partially burnt nearby. The throne itself, an opulent piece of carved marble cushioned in crushed velvet, has been toppled and a large wooden chair, crudely and recently carved with a symbol resembling a rising sun, has been put in its place. Uh, in front of the chair, a large table has been placed, piled with papers, parchments, maps, and stray bits of weaponry, gold coins, candelabras, uh, obviously where Sergio and the other rebel leaders have been working. And when you go for the meeting, Sergio is at the head of the table, reviewing papers and talking to the numerous armed men and women that are clustering around the table. Uh, at, as you approach, he, you know, he notices you, nods and greeting. Uh, but he's in the middle of a discussion. And uh, you find yourself drawn into a conversation with a few of the other rebel leaders. 
Um, these are the leaders of the other pre-existing rebel groups, or a couple of them are leaders of groups of slaves that took advantage of the, the chaos of the last night and rose up against the Bayamen. Uh, the papers and maps on the table represent the slaves' attempt to take control over the city. The former slaves' attempts to take control over the city. Uh, a few more people... Come, after a few more people come surge, uh, filtering in, Sergio looks around, clears his throat, says, Alright, looks like everyone that could be here is here. The city is effectively ours. Most of the Behemoth have fled, including the remaining populations of civilians, and... We control the main garrisons, we control the streets, we control the port and the harbor. The city is ours. One of the other leaders speaks up and says, Does this this mean that we've won? Like, we're free? Uh, Sergio kind of winces and you hear uh, Drusilla, one of the, you know, your comrades amongst the Nizumi speak up. She says, That's optimistic. The Bayamith have... Ha we've had slave revolts succeed against the Bayamith in the past. Uh, we've all heard stories of cities or vast regions that have thrown off the Bayamith only for the Bayamith to return and crush the rebellions with greater brutality than before. Sergio says, That may be, but it barely matters. What matters now is we have control over the city and that we use that control to clear out any remaining remnants of the Bayamith ling lingering in the city organize our fellow newly freed citizens so obviously struggling for a word there it says and uh, we we cannot let the city just uh, drip into chaos and ruin our best chance for actual freedom the meeting will then devolve into a uh, discussion of various plans for organizing the masses, making use of supplies that people have found. Um, uh, during which everyone is go definitely going to have a, a chance to, to pipe in. This isn't just Sergio dictating terms. Uh, he will want to hear like what everyone's opinion is and also want to hear what Octavia has to say on things. Did we come with? You could have. It would have been up to Octavia. Yeah, you guys can come with. <laughs> Deal. Would have found some level 21 dudes to leave in charge. You know, I'm beginning uh, to think that they're not actually level 21. I think there's like level 1 or 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> refers to the, like, the level of the city that they work on. I know. <laughs> uh... <laughs> There will be a discussion of the fact that there are, in addition to the palace, there are 14 large garrisons in the city, all of which are now in rebel hands. Um, and he wants those 14 garrisons to sort of be the centers of organization for the city. Uh, have those 14 be, like, nexus points that answer in turn to the palace, so that if the palace falls, there are these individual pockets of the city that still hold control over those individual areas. Okay. And uh, he is more or less letting the successful rebel crews that conquered those garrisons determine who their leaders are, so by the end of the meeting, uh, General Octavia is officially a, uh, a commander of a gate garrison and 
officially has that title. And uh, they'll say, we need each of the commanders of the gate garrison to try to bring your the various groups, populations of former slaves in your district under control. Just enough to maintain law, order, and make sure that we don't devolve into anarchy. Uh, take stock of what the Bayamut left in those areas that we can use. Uh, the city is going to need to grow some sort of food. We're going to need clothing and blankets for the winter, and we're going to need to start producing the things that we're going to need both to live and to repel the inevitable Bayamut return. We, uh, we all ran the city to begin with. I think... I think we should be able to get it up and running. Sergio was like, Ah, Ferusius, ever the optimist, we ran the city. <laughs> All we've got left is optimism. I mean, as foolhardy as it sounds, the other rebellions failed because the Behemoth were united. We killed the Emperor. And his second-in-command flew off to some other fort. Uh, this is it, guys. Like, There is no going back. There is only moving forward. There is quite a bit of, of nodding going around the table like that. Is like, yeah. And uh, uh, as the meeting breaks up, uh, weirdly enough, people seem to be moving with more purpose due to Ferusius's words. I'm <laughs> about a blind squirrel and a nut. <laughs> one eyed, one armed. I still have both eyes, yeah, but there's time. I, I, next time you trip off of a building, I expect that thing to pop out. <laughs> oh, I took more. I, I, I hurt myself more that last combat than they hurt me. Yeah. during the meeting is uh, the 14 garrison commanders will have some minor disagreement over how the city should be split amongst them. So the consensus at the meeting will be that those that are able to better secure and provide for those in their district will be given control over more of the contested neighborhoods, which you guys have already started to do. Uh, uh, like, secure the area, secure supplies, uh, find out who is in the area. You guys had mentioned that you should start patrolling uh, deeper into the city, so you're in a, a good position to have a decently large area under your control. Uh, so you are looking at a, an area that you could possibly claim uh, at jurisdiction over uh, that includes 24 blocks of underground section, uh, most of which are filled with rubble and trash, as the, the retreating Bayamoth uh, soldiers uh, were like trying to destroy things against orders, but trying to destroy things as they left. Uh, there's also uh, uh, effectively 24 large tunnels that move through that area. You have five bridges, uh, 16 blocks of waterfront roads, 12 blocks of waterfront. Um, so, uh, you got some wharfs in some of those, a fishing pier. Uh, and the rest are occupied by shacks that are currently occupied by a slave group. You have about 108 blocks of the city, uh, most of which, about 70 of those blocks, are filled with either rubble or burnt-out houses. Uh, 
there's some that have some now empty slave pens. Uh, there's a cistern and water system. There's some houses that are occupied by slave groups. Um, there's uh, some shacks occupied by some slave groups. There's an old market. There's an old villa. Um, and there are uh, there's a, a large uh, uh, blackstone structure in there that uh, had been sealed off by the behemoth and was not occupied. Then the garrison itself. Uh, so you have quite a lot of stuff in the area. There are six slave groups in the area, um, two of which you now control, and uh, four of which are in the area that you would have to try to either negotiate with or uh, assert control over. There's this uh, Blackstone Tower in the area. There is a, a Warlock's Manor in the area. Uh, and you also know that just outside of the city somewhere is this uh, camp where those prisoners were transferred to. Um, all of which would be things that you could deal with next session. Uh, as well as meeting with the other religious leaders of the city. I think that then is where we are going to end it for today. We're going to pick up with you guys effectively starting to be city administrators. Isn't that just what every fantasy adventure is should be really about? Wait, what did you guys build your characters for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I punch. Uh, I do, I I do, do punch. punch. <laughs> that is going to bring us to the end of another session. Today we played Pathfinder 1st Edition modified with some house rules. More information about the house rules, why we choose to implement them, can be found at guardiansofsplendor.com. We use a custom homebrew campaign setting, and information about that can be found at guardiansofsplendor.com. Uh, the role-playing game is a product of Paizo Incorporated. More information about Pathfinder can be found at paizo.com. That is P-A-I-Z-O.com. I retrieve my rules and creature stat blocks from Archives of Nethys, which can be found at A-O-N-P-R-D.com. We use the Roll20 app found at Roll20.net to host our character sheets, share handouts, and for our dice rolls. Uh, our intro and outro music is royalty-free music. We do not claim it. The song we use is Robot Gypsy Jazz by John Bartman, which was retrieved from pixabay.com forward slash music. We're at Instagram at guardians underscore cast. We're at Twitter at guardians underscore cast. And, of course, we have our website where you can find links to all our podcasts and house rules and all that other fun stuff at guardiansofsplendor.com. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Until next time, I've been Jim, your faithful game master. We have been the Guardians of Splendor, and we hope to see you next time.